Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Internationally Podcast. Before we start, let me talk a little bit about the podcast. So the Internationally Podcast is going to be a space where different international students, prospective ones as well as current international students, could get a glimpse into the life of international students in the U.S. or abroad. This is season three, and I'm so excited to welcome my guest, Mael. Welcome to the show, Mael. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. So before we start, let me talk a little bit about my guest. So Mael is from a small city in the east of France, near the border with Belgium, Luxembourg, and Germany. She's very passionate about dancing and gender equality. Mael studied political science and international public management at Sciences Po in France, and did a one-year exchange program at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada. Currently, she works in a think tank focusing on Africa-EU relations, where she conducts research and analysis mainly on conflicts, peace-building, and gender equality. Would you like to add more to your bio? Um, That's pretty comprehensive, but just maybe a little disclaimer. Um, that my year abroad um, was a bit different to um, being an international student and going to study for two or three years uh, abroad, because for me it was a year that was planned within my studies, but where the grades didn't count, I just needed to pass or fail. Mm -hmm. So that lifted also a lot of stress off my chest, and Mm -hmm. this made it more of a year of discovery, Mm-hmm. And where I could focus more on other things than academics. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, something to keep in mind that yeah, I didn't have the necessarily the same struggles that other mm-hmm. international students might have because I had a bit less pressure uh, mm-hmm. academically. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, thank you for the for the clarification there. Um, so. As the topic of our episode is dealing with shyness, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word shyness? Yeah, um, I think it's quite a difficult question because it's not so clear often what shyness is. And I feel like there are a lot of misconceptions about it. Um, So for example, um, people may think or there are only a few people that have very intense shyness. But in fact, all of us have a little bit of shyness that we learn to deal with throughout our life. It's it's very normal to have. And then for some people, it can get more intense. And that's when it becomes a problem because then you you can't live your life fully because of this shyness. It can really create barriers between you and the people you want to speak to the things you want to achieve or experience. Um, and I also think we need to make a difference between shyness and being an introvert, uh, yeah. because some people are just introverts and they like being alone, they like silence, yeah. Yeah. and that's they are a bit more quiet. And that's mm-hmm. totally also normal, and that's not necessarily being shy. Right. So someone speaking is not necessarily someone being shy. Mm, mm. well that's a very important distinction I think you made there I mean for me personally when I think about the word shyness um, Mm. immediately I think about someone who's you know having trouble expressing themselves in a confident way 
Um, and especially I think of it in a group setting, not, you know, individually, but like in a group setting, like, are you the person mm. who raises your hand, especially in a classroom to talk um, to, you know, to your professor, or if you have answers, you know, is your mm. first instinct to share your ideas and your thoughts. And so I think yes. of, you know, the person being shy as someone who kind of refrains from being the first person to do a lot mm. of things. And um, I'm so excited to talk about this topic, honestly, because as an international student and for you, you know, the semester, I mean, the year that you spent, you spent um, in Canada, I'm sure you've seen this with like, you know, interacting with other students, you know, you form new friend groups, uh, you have new mm -hmm. classmates. And, and so I wanted to ask you, so when you grew up as a kid, were you a shy person or was that something that developed later in your life? Um, it really developed later. I was, uh, when I was a child, I would be very social. Uh, I was even a bit of a child leader oh. uh, when I was <laughs> younger. I, um, I liked to come up with ideas and get everyone to follow my idea. Um, and really, well, it's, it got, it kind of started manifesting at some point when I changed school. Mm -hmm. But then once I made friends, it went away again. Um, but then during my teenage years, it's, it increased gradually, I would say. Um, and then, yeah, when I was in high school, that was kind of the peak where mm -hmm. I really felt like it was taking away from my life. Mm -hmm. uh, as I was saying, the, the shyness for me kind of peaked in high school and the beginning of uni. Um, but then it also started gradually getting better around that time and especially during my year abroad that really helped uh, for some reasons mm -hmm. and what I wanted to say is also that it's really not fixed at least for me uh, because today I don't really deal with the issue anymore like yeah. it's it may happen very very occasionally but it's mostly gone so it can really just be a wave um, mm. throughout your life I think yeah yeah, I think that's very interesting how um, you said that, you know, you're very, you know, um, confident when you're a child, but then, you know, the shyness kind of came later on. Because um, when I think about my own experience, so as a kid, I, I wasn't really shy. I was actually the person who was, you know, in front, you know, when the teacher asks, oh, who wants to read this passage? I would like raise my hand. And like, that was when I was mm -hmm. a kid. And then... Yeah very interestingly like similarly to yours when you know when um high school came and then and then college and then you're you know immersed in this new environment and this new atmosphere and like you know everything is new and like you don't know your 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 place in that in that new environment so you you kind of tend to second guess yourself and so you know mm -hmm. i was i was maybe not as um as you know, not as, I don't want to say not as confident, but at the same time, like, I, you know, didn't want to be the first person to raise my hand in the classroom because I was like, oh, maybe other people have other thoughts. Let me listen. You know what I mean? So I, th yeah. I think that was, that was very interesting to, to see because for me, because I know a lot of people who, um, you know, like they were shy since they were kids and they're still shy. Um, and then mm. some other people, they're not. Yeah. But then I wanted to, you know, go back to the um, the point you made earlier about the difference between shyness and being an introvert. 
I wanted you to expand more on what you meant about that. Yeah. Um, so I think being an introvert is being a person that just needs alone time to recharge and alone time alone time is the moment when you recharge whereas for an extrovert it's being social and being with people that recharges you that makes you feel um yeah more energized mm-hmm. um so introvert people may spend more time alone and maybe more quiet because that's a way for them to recharge um, but that doesn't mean that they're afraid to speak. That doesn't mean that they there is something mentally blocking them from speaking. Uh, whereas shyness, um, you may want to speak. Um, you may have an opinion, something to say. Mm-hmm. But something is making it very difficult for you to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because um, in the in the context of being an international student, um, I guess, like, personality-wise, like, you can be an introvert. Uh, mm-hmm. But then at the same time, you can be confident in a, in a, in a, in a you know, in a, in a group setting where you, you, you were more comfortable talking with your friends or like even new people. Um, so going back to like your experience as, um, you know, an exchange student, how mm. did you think, you know, like you being shy, why was that a problem? Did it prevent you from um, certain opportunities or what, how was that experience for you? Um, so I think is. Exchange was mostly a, a period for me where it got better. So before going, it was, of course, quite scary because I knew well, um, it had already started being a bit easier with my shyness because, for example, I had found a group of friends with whom I felt very uh, safe, very, you know, comfortable. So that's already a big help um, because often at least for me shyness was linked to the fear of being judged so Mm -hmm. I was already going a bit better before exchange um and when yeah when I arrived to exchange of course it was kind of daunting because I didn't really know anyone and I would have to to speak to people but the thing about it is that you're just thrown into the experience and you just have to talk to people you don't have a choice unless you Mm -hmm. you want to spend your whole year by yourself you just you just (laughs) have to (laughs) um and I think it's actually the whole setting of it really helped because we were all uh, exchange students Mm. we all arrived around the same time everyone wanted to meet others so there was no fear of going to speak to someone and then being like well why are you speaking to me Mm. it really was um so it helped me a lot. And what helped me a lot as well is that it was kind of a new beginning. Mm-hmm. No one knew me, so they didn't know that I was shy, for example. So I could just be not shy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There were all these things that actually yeah. made it. Uh, yeah, shyness wasn't really a struggle for me during exchange, but it's more exchange helped me overcome it, I would uh, say. Because nice. it showed me um, it can be easy. Like it was a bit of a shift in my brain of actually this isn't so hard. I can do this every day. Mm. Yeah. 
yeah yeah that's so interesting because I also kind of relate to that because um it really depends on the kinds of people that you surround yourself with and Mm -hmm. you know if you're in in an environment where you're surrounded with you know supportive people and um you feel more comfortable sharing your thoughts and your opinions and your ideas um as opposed to like you know being in a space where you think someone is going to judge you based on what you're going to say so then that maybe um you know inhibits you from sharing your your opinion so freely so i i think um college you know is a place where you get to meet so many different people from all over the world and as you Mm. said like what you mentioned earlier was really funny like they didn't know I was shy so like I could I could be confident because that's I think that's very very important because college is a place where um, you get to redefine yourself because your high school self nobody really if you're especially if you're new there nobody really knows your past so I guess you could redefine who you are as a person in this new environment would you agree with that? Yes, I agree. And it's not like um, your past doesn't exist and it's no longer influencing you. But in specific moments, you can really Mm -hmm. make the first step Mm -hmm. and realize that it's possible and that the fact that you couldn't before doesn't mean you can't now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, so yeah, it's not like I don't want to sell this idea that it's so easy. You can just start all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But it's really an opportunity to shift it around a little bit, mm, I think. Mm, mm. Yeah, thank you for, for sharing that because I think um, for a lot of people, I guess, um, even if you don't identify as a person who is shy, there are, as you said earlier, there are moments in your life where you mm. like you second guess yourself or like you, you know, you're not too forward. So I guess um, in those moments, I think it's really important to remember you know, to surround yourself with people who are supportive and um, mm. so then you could share your opinion more freely. Um, so my next question for you is, um, why do you think it's important for people to really work on, on sharing their opinions more freely? And um, maybe, you know, even if you're shy, it's okay. But at the same time, do you think it prohibits you from participating in certain things like why is it a problem that you know if you're shy Mm. well I guess again it depends on the scale if you're a little bit shy it's not a problem Um, but if you because I think sometimes people think they see a shy person and they think oh maybe this person is just doesn't have a strong personality or strong opinions but if you do have strong opinions but you're afraid to say them for fear of judgment or um, yeah fear of people not liking you things like that then that's that's the issue mm. and I think it depends also on types of shyness mm. like for me it was more related to that which also maybe is why it came more during um, um, teenagehood mm. maybe people who are just shy from childhood like for all their life is is a bit different from from for them so I can't speak to that. But I feel like for me, it was really, I, I wanted to mm-hmm. to make more friends. I wanted to speak with more people. Yeah. But I there was some fear stopping me. Mm-hmm. So it made just sense to want to speak out. Um, and another reason why it's important to give your opinions and to also 
yeah, say what you think is that it encourages others to do it. Mm. Uh, especially if they see that it's difficult for you, but you say it anyways, yeah. they're going to want to do the same. They're also going to want to share. So, yeah, that's that's a very important point you raised there, because sometimes people might think, you know, it's not really a problem if, if you're shy and you're quiet all the time, like especially like when you think about it in a social setting or in an academic setting. So, for instance, mm-hmm. if you're in a classroom, you know, and the professor asks a question and you know you have the answer. But mm-hmm. um, you're like, uh, you know, maybe this might not be the right answer or maybe someone else might answer it. You know? And then you yeah. kind of, you know, rob yourself up of the opportunity to share your ideas and thoughts with the classroom. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. know, people might have different opinions than you and then you might have different opinions than other people. But, you know, by sharing your opinion, you are challenging what is, you know, acceptable and you're, dif- you know, you're bringing a different perspective to the table. So I think also that's, um, that's an important part of um, sharing your opinion. And but, you know, I also want to like, highlight that it is okay to be shy, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. But at the same time, mm. I have seen it in people where, for instance, um, if it's a thought that I had in my mind, even in a classroom, but I didn't raise my hand and someone else raised their hand and answered that question. And I was like, mm. I was, I was thinking the exact same thing. It, it's yeah. kind of frustrating, you know? Would yeah. You agree with yeah. That? Definitely. And I think a lot of people have that. Uh, Cause a lot of people are afraid to be the first person raising mm-hmm. their hand, even though mm-hmm. they know the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it can even be frustrating because the person that does answer might not mm-hmm. give such a good answer. And then you think, well, yeah. I could have done it better. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think it's also, um, well, for women, for example, mm-hmm. we tend to not take risks as much. Mm-hmm. So we are a bit like, if I don't have the perfect answer to give all well formulated and super prepared, then I'm not going to say it. Yeah. But of course, that's that almost never happens. Yeah. Um, so I have also had moments where I thought, okay, I'm going to participate, but then I would start to note down first what I would want to say and prepare. And then it was too late. The moment had passed. So yeah, I think, yeah, you, you just need to, yeah, it's also linked to perfectionism and wanting to, to give the, a great answer, whereas really you should just start talking, but it's, yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thank you for sharing that. And I really like that you added the gender component um, to this conversation because I think it's a big part of it. I mean, for me personally, I went to an all-women's college. However, mm. there were, um, uh, you know, students from other colleges who used to, ta- to take classes in our, in our school. And then we also used to take classes at other colleges. So we had, you know, boys in our classrooms. And I also, mm. you know, remember moments where they used to make comments or like answer questions from the professor and I was like wait really like that's an opinion (laughs) and then it's also like very funny because I I specifically remember whenever someone you know whenever the professor asks so what do you think about this and then people would start with the sentence oh you know it is interesting to think you know Mm, bullshit yeah yeah and like even if they don't have any you know, coherent thought or like a well-formulated opinion, they would still share mm-hmm. whatever, 
your mind and I think that's that's very important because that's when you practice um the art of speaking and articulating your thoughts and you know if you don't have that practice every day in the classroom I think it's very important to translate it later on into your life would you agree yeah yeah I think it's um we well I agree that it's very gendered I could see it also in my classrooms at university also on exchange like I think Mm -hmm. everywhere it's still the case Um, and I think we really have more difficulties improvising also Mm -hmm. well some people can do it really well but I think especially for shy people or perfectionist people you Mm -hmm. feel like you have to be so prepared and in control so to answer right away to something is very is very scary yeah Um, but it's like you can really train yourself to do it so exactly exactly and they are like improv classes right like people could yes. you know yeah. could take if if you know that the thing that you want to work on there are a lot of mm. things that you can do actively to really help you you know hone those public speaking skills um but now mm-hmm. like you know like we talked about the academic context like let's talk let's talk about the social context so in a social yeah. setting, you know, gathering of friends, new people, um, old people, like, you know, old friends, new friends. Um, how do you develop that um, confidence, I guess, to strike up a conversation with a stranger or to talk with your friends and to be social if you identify as a person who is shy? Mm. Um, I think one component uh, to it, as you mentioned before, is that it's much more scary when it's in a group. Um, Mm -hmm. When it's one-to-one, I didn't have so much trouble with that because, Mm -hmm. well, the person is still receiving the information you're giving. There's Mm -hmm. still maybe a judgment, but um, what's scary in a group is that you start talking and everyone else shuts up and looks at you and listens to you. (laughs) And that can feel very intimidating for people who are shy. Mm. so I think going step by step can also be helpful like for example starting with uh, smaller groups Mm. and then following these people that you already know into bigger groups Mm. um, can be helpful also if you're at a party for example you don't have to go speak to everyone at the same time you can also join a group and Mm. be a more quiet presence in that group and at Mm -hmm. some point uh, start speaking yeah um but it's also i feel like there is no also no perfect way to do it super gradually yeah. at some point you just have to just throw yourself mm-hmm. at it mm. and for example in exchange at the beginning you arrive there are yeah. people talking and you just have to go and talk to someone right so right. i think it's also just telling yourself okay like everyone is doing it it seems like you just have to do it at some point and so I feel like for me what helped me uh was making this a habit like forcing Mm -hmm. myself to do it forcing myself to do it more and more often yeah and then it becomes normal and the incomfort kind of goes away Mm -hmm. and I want to share a story here because I have seen that because do you remember how we met do you want to share that Mm -hmm. story Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we met at a conference. Um, mm-hmm. And that is also a place where shyness can really um, come up because exactly. you 
normally you're supposed to go and talk to people, do some networking, mm-hmm. try to find people who are there, are working on, mm-hmm. etc. And I also didn't go with anyone else from my organizations. So mm-hmm. I was just walking around, looking around, feeling like, oh, who can I speak to? No, no, no. Right. And then, uh, yeah, I saw you and uh, Reina, another girl. Yeah. And I just went up to them and asked, hello, can I join? Exactly. And exactly. that doesn't have to be hard. Um, yeah. And that and that's what I wanted to talk about because I remember that moment, you know, so this was a conference I think that happened just a um, couple of months ago and, you know, mm-hmm. we, I was sitting with a, a person that I met at the conference and we're talking and then you came up and you're like, hi, can I join? And we were like, yeah, sure, of course. And then we started talking yeah. and yeah. we ended up having dinner and then we ended up having a really great conversation about what we do and you know it was at that moment that I realized that if you hadn't come up to us Mm. we wouldn't never have met have you yeah 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 yeah, that's true and now (laughs) yeah yeah no it's very ironic also the fact that a moment of not being shy led me to be in a podcast where I'm talking about that topic (laughs) (laughs) exactly so I think it's like highly highly relevant because this is like the perfect example to showcase if you challenge yourself and if you you know take the first step you never know you know who you're going to meet um you know the background that they're going to have you never know you know you might have some something in common with that person and and I I just want to say like I really admire that you did that because I didn't do that at the conference like people were coming out to me I never went to to like someone but I think that's something that I'm also learning it's like because mm. when you go to like conferences or like places where you have to network, I think it takes a little bit of an extra nudge um, on yeah, your behalf to make that yeah. first step. And then after you do th- you do that, the rest is it's very easy because people they are already um, prepared to talk about themselves, and everyone loves talking about themselves. So then you already open that door. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, people are never gonna say if you ask, "Hello, can I join?" Even if they don't want you to join, they would never say, um, no. no, we're busy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're really not risking much. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, kudos to you. So I'm going to, I'm gonna, you know, take that to heart as well. Like, you know, for the next time, yeah. like, in, you know, in a, in a space where I don't know anyone, I'm just going to, you know, take up that um, opportunity and just introduce myself and then strike up a conversation because um, that's also one thing um, in college, you know, it's like, you know, four years of your life. And especially as an international student, um, you might not know the culture of the school. You might not know, um, you know, the friends that you went to high school with are not there with you. So, you yeah. know, you are kind of placed in a situation where people already are ready to talk about themselves and they're ready to be your friends, you know. So yeah. everyone is in that, you know, environment where um, people are nice and friendly. So um, you really can't mess up there. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's. I think it's already the case at the beginning of your studies overall. Mm. But especially if you're an international student, you're arriving in a new place and you have the opportunity to meet with other international students, mm-hmm. of course they, they're going to want to meet new people, speak with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in general, I think that anyone that shares... Uh, something with you whether it's just sharing an experience or sharing an interest for example if you go to a student association Mm -hmm. that you're interested in yeah 
then it just makes sense that people are going to want to talk to you. Exactly. So, uh, but I, I think sometimes we also know deep down that people wouldn't reject us, but it's yeah. an irrational fear. Uh, so that's why you also need to, yeah, repetition is important. You need right. to, to yeah, become used to going up to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this goes also hand in hand with like how confident you are, you know, striking up a conversation with a stranger. Because I know like some people, they find it very daunting to, you know, go up to a stranger and have a conversation. And mm-hmm. um and I, I know it could be, like, very scary to, like, talk to someone you've never talked to before. Um, so I wanted to ask you, like, how did that shift happen for you? Like, bet- you know, between between high school and college where um, you developed that capacity of really um, leaning into your, you know, confident side and then talking to strangers. Like, what was the shift that happened and what really helped you um, present yourself in a way that's confident? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think so many things. Uh, first of all, the fact that it was very gradual. Mm-hmm. So already in high school, um, it wasn't all bad. Like I was trying to to go up to people. I did mm-hmm. theater actually in high school, ah, which was nice. very difficult for me, but I still did it. So yeah. um, I always I always resisted it. I always, yeah, I was shy. I was bothered by it, but I, I never accepted it and thought, okay, I'm just like this. Mm. So I think that that helped. Um, I think what helps also is to shift your focus from yourself to the other person that you're speaking to. Because if you're focused on yourself, you're going to think about every mistake you could make, mm. mistake, um, quote-unquote yeah Yeah, quote-unquote um Mm -hmm. you're gonna think about what they're gonna think of you in many ways you're really in your head and it's quite a a self-centered kind of thing Mm -hmm. but if you're actually just looking at the other person and asking yourself well what do i want to learn about this person yeah then you just you stop thinking about your shyness and your fears Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so i think that's that can really help. And mm. I also think that's why it was better in university because when you're a teenager, yeah. you're yeah. more insecure, you're more thinking yeah. about your yeah. appearance, what people think mm. of you, all of that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think cultivating curiosity and interest towards others mm. uh, really help. And when you're an international student, that comes naturally because you yeah. are surrounded by people from other countries and places. So exactly. it's so interesting to speak to them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess, again, it's the idea of brushing aside th- this thing of, oh, but what are we going to talk about? Mm-hmm. Because you have very, if, if it's international students, you can ask, where are you from? Exactly. And then that's such a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, you can do these very cheesy thing or how do you yeah. say this in your language? Like, exactly, exactly. You know? mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it just comes naturally if you get started, usually. Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally agree with that because even even for me, when I think about my, uh, my own self, I think college was a place where... Um, you know, I met so many different, different people. And, you know, at the same time, 
you know it, it really creates a curiosity in, inside of you it's like I really want to learn more about this person about their background about where they're from about you know mm-hmm. the kinds of food they eat the the culture that they have because that was very um, fascinating and so you know whether you like it or not you're going to be in a space where you know everything is new and the things that you're used to the people that you're used to are not there anymore so um, yeah for me personally, honestly, college was a place that also where I learned how to confidently share my story as well, because um, a lot of times people would ask you, just like you said, where you're from. And so you um, you kind of get used to explaining to people where you're from. And, you know, at the end of your college career, you you have a part of your identity and you've embraced it mm. and you're like, oh, this is where I'm from. This is, you know, so it kind of becomes like a uh what's it called like you know when you do something over and over again you kind of get used to it and so like that shyness I guess slowly fades away yeah yeah no that's that makes a lot of sense it's exactly whether you're shy or not um it's um yeah this experience of being an international is going to to teach you how to present yourself to people Mm -hmm. um yeah and really own it yeah yeah so as as we're ending our conversation do you have any advice for current international students for prospective international students who are dealing with the topic of shyness um yes so i think this whole conversation was a bit filled with little advice but Mm -hmm. just to to repeat it I think you have to go towards what's uncomfortable um, and do it repeatedly even though it's difficult because it will get easier with time and at some point your your brain will just shift and it will just no longer be uncomfortable at all and this is bound to happen Uh, this yeah, this is the case with anything. If you do it a lot, then you you just get used to it. We're very mm-hmm. adaptable, right? So, so that is one. Um, I think also, yeah, shifting your focus again from yourself to the other person mm-hmm. is uh, very helpful. Um, surrounding yourself with people that will make you feel uh, safe and not judged that helps a lot. Uh, that also helped me a lot when I was in on exchange because I made this friend group that felt like a little family. So mm. obviously there, um, there was uh, no fear of speaking out. And if it's a small group, it can also help. Again, it's less intimidating than big groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, something that I, I didn't really do myself and I wish I did is to tell people that you're struggling with it. Mm. Um, because when you when you're dealing with it you you kind of take it as a given in your life and you feel like it might always be a factor in your life so you're not really it's not like this specific problem that you want to discuss with your friends to see how you can fix it you kind of feel like you have to deal with it by yourself Yeah. yeah um but but not actually people might might really help you uh, mm-hmm. For example, by telling you, oh, well, 
I actually didn't notice that you were shy. You seem confident. (laughs) Things like this can help because then you're like, oh, well, maybe I'm making this bigger in my head than it Mm -hmm. really is. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, really speaking to people or friends or family, I think that's an important one. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a very interesting point that you bring up, Mel, because like um, when you say like, you know, telling people, um, oh, I'm actually shy, you know, like um, people tend to be very understanding. And when you're Mm -hmm. vulnerable as well like that, uh, people, you know, you might be surprised. Someone might say, oh, I'm actually like also very shy. And these are some things that I've done to help me overcome it. And so it could also create a space for you to learn from other people's experiences as well when you openly share uh, what you're struggling with. Or as you said, it might be all in your head, you know. You might Mm. be thinking that, you know, you're shy all this time, but then the way that other people perceive you might be different from the way you perceive yourself. Um, Mm. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add to this conversation that maybe I didn't ask you? no I think I think we yeah. covered it pretty good <laughs> yeah all right all right so just like for, from my side I mean the advice I would have for people is um especially as an international student I think that's the time where you would meet people from you know as I mentioned I keep saying this all over again but like you meet people from all over the world and you you become curious about where they're from and like Mm. you know it's the opportunity where people are generally nice and they're you know you're not going to meet people who are like very very mean (laughs) so take Mm. this opportunity you know to practice um you know talking to strangers um communicating with people you've never met before because honestly you never know um how that Mm. connection is going to help you in the future and the network that you're going to make there um, it's going to help you down the line. And so I guess I just want to, you know, people to just experiment, 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 just challenge yeah. yourself, talk to people. Um, and through time, you will become confident um, in sharing your thoughts and articulating your opinion. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, well, shyness can prevent you from living your life fully. Mm-hmm. But especially if you're an international student and you're on exchange, it would be such a pity to miss out on all these opportunities. Yeah. So, so it's not it's not easy, but it's really a great opportunity to to start doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, we end a wonderful conversation of the International You Podcast. Please make sure to go follow the official Instagram page at internationally by Ruth, that is L-I-E, and send an email with your questions or concerns about being an international student to internationallybyruth at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Mel. This was wonderful. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I also really enjoyed it. I feel yeah. like I could talk about it for longer, but, <laughs> but this yeah. was really good. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you again, everybody, for tuning in today. I hope you have a lovely week ahead of you. And take care of yourselves, everyone. Bye.